The PWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to. Hello, this is Homeboy 88 of the Homeboy 88 Podcast. If you like hip-hop, video games, pro wrestling, conspiracy theories, and comedy, come check out the Homeboy 88 Podcast, constantly in the top Apple Podcast charts. Check out my back catalog featuring some of the funniest wrestling shows ever created. The Homeboy 88 Podcast. Search for it and listen today. سبحان فالق Yes, that's right, infidels. You found us here, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, where you get the most real talk, the best reviews of all your favorite wrestling shows from AEW and WWE, Impact, and more, because we're going to break it all down with the best staff in professional wrestling at HMG. So you don't need to go anywhere else, because there's no five stars here. There's only $5 face slaps, infidel. So sign up today, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, and join the Hameen Army for the most real talk in professional wrestling. YOLO!
shocker. Great to see Adam Cole. This is a, I mean, a, a genuine surprise on, on our scene. It's just a TBD. <laughs> Los Angeles is amped to see Adam Cole as we are. Yeah, how could you not be? Out of nowhere. What an ovation. It's great to hear that again. I'm telling you. <laughs> Soak it in, Cole. After everything that's gone on these past few months, I have a whole new appreciation, not just for pro wrestling, but for my life. When I was nine years old, all I ever wanted to do was be a professional wrestler, and I've got to do some really, really awesome stuff. One of them being, I'm here at AEW, the best pro wrestling company on the planet in Los Angeles. It also made me realize how much I, I miss getting to be here. Because the past few months, I was really, really banged up, everybody. I, I had a shoulder that was torn to shreds. More importantly, I had two back-to-back, -back very serious head injuries. And I'm gonna be honest, I was, I was really, really scared. I was seeing doctors multiple times a week. I was getting MRIs done to my brain. I had headaches. I had dizzy spells multiple times a day. If I was in a car for more than 15 minutes, I felt like, and sometimes did, vomit. But, but the worst part, the worst part was the sleep. Uh, because I would lay there, emotions all over the place, anxiety high, and I couldn't figure out why. I'd have to get up at three, four in the morning and pace back and forth with my heart racing out of my chest. Brit would wake up and go, oh my God, are you okay? What's wrong? And I would look at her with a tear in my eye and said, I don't know what's happening to me. The thing is, none of you knew what was happening to me either, but so many of you were there for me. Seriously, every single day, I'd read things like, I miss Adam Cole. I hope Adam Cole is recovering all right. 
I don't care if I don't care if Adam Cole never wrestles again. I just want him to be okay. And that meant the world to me. Because pro wrestling, at the end of the day, pro wrestling is a give and take type of situation. We give you everything that we have, the fights of our lives, and in turn, you show us appreciation. I had given you nothing, nothing for six months, but you were still there for me. For that, I am eternally grateful. Thank you. the bad news. The thing is, the bad news, it's not for me. The bad news is for the AEW locker room because Adam Cole is back. I'm not going anywhere. was over. I thought for sure I was finished. Instead, I stand before you today saying, no way, I ain't done yet. Because I have been one of the best damn pro wrestlers on the planet for 15 years, and I will not stop. I will not stop until I am the very best. I I've accomplished a lot of amazing things here in AEW, but let's get real. Adam Cole hasn't even scratched the surface on what he's capable of. I want everybody, everyone in this building, everyone at home, I want you to remember this day. This is a day where the new Adam Cole is born. An Adam Cole who will make a promise. One day, no matter how long it takes, one man will be at the top of the mountain here in AEW. And Los Angeles, his name? Wow. What a moment. Oh. What a return for Adam Cole. That's great news. That is with determination. And I'm telling you, perseverance to get that kid back here in the ring. You could hear the passion in his voice and see the love and passion in his eyes. He is focused, ready to go. He's back. Adam Cole, baby, he ain't going anywhere. Adam Cole putting the locker room on AEW on notice. You know where it's all about the
Hello, I'm Homeboy Shivani, and now the PWC, the Pro Wrestling Coalition, is on the air for the most exciting two hours of professional wrestling podcasting in the world. We're going to put butts in seats and ears to the streets. And now, here are your hosts, Jimmy T and Christopher Ames. Warning. The following video clip contains strong language and has therefore been rated 18 plus by the YouTube NECCA. Viewer discretion is advised. I'm here with my usually unusual co-host with the most from the Port Phillip Coast, Jimmy T of the PWC. Jimmy, how the hell are you, mate? I am great, and as a matter of fact, you might as well call me Jimmy EVP after tonight's uh, ending to Dynamite. But um, yeah, man, I'm, I'm great. I'm happy. Sorry for being late. Uh, we've already got viewers still, which is great. And um, yeah, man, I'm just pumped to talk. AEW Dynamite. Maybe not so much pumped, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm pumped. Right on. Well, I'm pumped too. I'm pumped up. I'm pumped out. I'm, <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm not going to go any further with that joke because I, I'm afraid of what I might say that might come across as a little more Greek than I care to come <laughs> across that. Well, well, you could say, that, you know, pump, pump it up or pump the jam. Remember that song? <laughs> Great tune. Great. <laughs> Old school, man. Old school. All right. Well, let's uh, let's talk a little bit about the news before we get into. Uh, oh, please. Before let's. we get into wrestling. Um, well, before we get into wrestling at all, let's talk about the news. 
Every single flight in the United States of America was canceled today. Was it? Is that fucking crazy? Is that real? True? Yeah. Every Why is single that? flight. Uh, apparently, their uh, uh, air-to-ground system, like the system that's meant to basically tell them who's in the air, where they are, at what time, uh, just went down for whatever reason. They don't have an answer for why yet. Um, Keith Buttigieg, uh, who is the uh, transportation minister in the United States, no idea how he got that fucking job, <laughs> um, basically said that he doesn't know, they don't know, they don't think that it was an attack, but um, but they're he's going to make sure somebody else finds out for him. So, uh, are you thinking what I'm thinking, Chris? I mean, what are you thinking, Jimmy? Tell me. Um, I know you guys love the food poutine. <laughs> Isn't that a Canadian delicacy? Uh, yeah, uh, uh, Putin for sure. Yeah, it's good. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly what I was alluding to. I'm glad you actually <laughs> you actually got the joke. Do you think it could have something to do with it? Actually, as a matter of fact. Oh, I think it's possible. I mean, until we know a little bit more, it could just be incompetence, which wouldn't well, shock me. But it's oh. the first time that every single flight in the United States was grounded since 9-11, which tells you how big of a deal it is that this happened. True. And the fact that it happened basically means that somebody really fucked up. So, Or could it be China? It could be China. <laughs> um, or is it Turkey? Over there. Or is it over there? <laughs> It's over here, it's over there. I can't even do it as good as you can, but you do it good, man. Even when you say huge, it reminds me of Trump. Huge. It's huge. It's <laughs> huge. the biggest wall. It's beautiful. It's the biggest, <laughs> most beautiful wall that you've ever seen. I know it. Uh, you know it. Everybody knows <laughs> yeah. it. That's perfect. Well, we do have a comment in the chat. Dollar Club Resty, shout out to Dollar Club. Please don't curse. Fuck you, <laughs> Dollar Club Resty. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, man. Come on. Cause apparently they're all virgins here. All virgins. I wonder why. I, and uh, <laughs> he's kissing the shower. It looks like shower curtains behind him. <laughs> no, those are my curtain curtains. Those are my actual curtains. Uh, Wait, here. Because you're on my phone, I'll take you to my shower and we can we can uh, do like <laughs> we can do a segment from the shower. Look, uh, I can now go. say I can now honestly tell people <laughs> that I've podcasted live from hey. the shower although it's, oh. not, it's not exactly how people imagine <laughs> yeah that was my shower <laughs> there you go that Thanks was a live feed yeah oh is that you care voice or you jimmy who, who is that i mean over at dollar club wrestling either way shout out to them because um everything is is dollar man it's dollar club apparently dollar 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 holla, holla, y'all <laughs> holla holla vahala Hala 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 And right, also well. that was a glorious purpose. It was. It was. But anyway, let's get back to the news, Chris. Alright. Now um there's let's more get apparently. Into the wrestling news. Go ahead. Right. No, you go for it. I'm waiting for you. Don't worry. Oh, I was gonna say, yeah, I mean we can get into the wrestling news. Apparently, the whole thing with WWE being sold to Saudi Arabia was just people exaggerating, which, you know, if you know anything about the IWC, 
not a big shock. Uh, which is why yeah. I literally don't trust anything that anyone says until William Alessia has a fucking thing up. Until William Alessia says, here's a thing that is actually happening, I don't pay any attention to this shit. So, yeah, so the whole Saudi Arabia buying it apparently was an over-exaggeration by people. Uh, the company's still up for sale. They are not finalizing a deal. They are still working on selling the company. Well, as of an hour ago, now there's talk. Well, first of all, Vince Man's getting sued by by some of the shareholders, and he's reported by via Bloomberg, which I'm sure is pretty uh, reputable. You know what I'm saying? I'm pretty no, sure. Bloomberg, yeah, if, that's a reputable if they, site. If if they say it, I, I believe it. So apparently, via Bloomberg.com, apparently Vince is getting sued by the way he got back in power. And how we got people, well, you fired, I guess, board members, only to bring back board members that initially got fired. And now suddenly there's civil war going on. And yeah, he's getting sued for the way it happened. And apparently it's all illegal the way he did it. So that's interesting. We'll see what happens there. And also, apparently, there's talk that he doesn't want to really sell WWE after all. But I think, personally, He's doing this out of spite. Whatever is going on, it's done out of spite. There's no doubt about it. And second of all, the fact that Stephanie has now stepped down, because it was only a week ago she was saying, I'm looking forward to coming to, to London for money in the bank at the O2 Arena. Only for her to step down. When she was just saying the week before how she's looking forward to coming to London for money in the bank. Well, I think she was the rat all along. Uh, Chris, and I think she was the one, she was the mole that actually leaked all the Vince McMahon information. I think the family is not as together as we like to think. It certainly appears that way. Um, you can't tell me that her stepping down a day after her dad came back as the, you know, into the board is unrelated. You can't convince me of that. No one will ever convince me of that. I don't care how many interviews they do together. Um, yeah, this is a this was basically a hostile takeover by Vince McMahon, and it seems like some people are going to fight back. So, is that going to hold up a sale? I guess we'll see what happens. Well, to be fair, I think he was dead set on selling it to the Saudis, but then he received all the black all the backlash that was happening by everybody because there will be a lot of people worldwide. That will stop watching WWE because of that. If it if it was to go down, and I think maybe he went back on it, and now because there's, there's a lot of mixed signals getting sent out via the dirt sheets and probably via WWE, who are probably leaking this bullshit themselves. You know, it's interesting times, but man, I don't know what's going to happen for the future. But I I hope the Saudis don't buy it. If if that I mean seriously. Yeah, I'm. I definitely am hoping that the Saudis don't wind up buying it. If they do, um, I guess we'll see how things go here. I, I think that there will be some backlash for the for the Chishogi, uh incident. Uh -huh. I Kishelgi, know that the Kishelgi Cup we might have in the future. <laughs> I know <laughs> that. I know that for myself. Like the reason. Like I was watching pretty regularly the WWE, and when that happened. 
um, I, I stopped. I really did stop. I canceled my WWE Network subscription at the time as well, and I haven't gone back and gotten another one. By the way, the network still exists in Canada. It probably still exists in Australia too. No, actually, no, 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 no. We've gone the States route now. Chris. Oh, okay. First of all, um, we've got, and I thought Canada was the first country to do this. I don't know if it's still the same, but the WWE Network now is exclusive on Foxtel, which is Fox Television, so Fox Television, uh, which is our major um, cable provider here, which also has the rights to WWE's. Uh, content have now got the WWE Network as an actual channel on cable television, which is great. I like that. Oh, but okay. we've we also did got have a... that for a while. But yeah, because I remember. So they don't have that anymore. Oh, really? So no more. Okay, interesting. So we must be the only ones now that are doing that. And but since it's on the cock in the states, well, we've got something that's like the cock. It's called binge. I guess you might have to binge on the cock from now on. But um. Anyway, it's called Binge, and uh, the WWE Network now, if you want the network via the internet, like, you know, you need to have Binge, the Binge Network, where you access, you look, there's movies on there, there's TV shows, it's exactly like The Cock, except this is Binging The Cock, and now the WWE Network is also on there, so the WWE Network on its own, as we knew it, does not exist in Australia anymore. Interesting. Um, unsolicited dating advice that has nothing to do with this segment. Find you a girl who likes to binge on the cock. Just... Yeah, binge on the cock. Just saying. Yeah, everything unsolicited comes back dating to penis. advice. Yeah. <laughs> he answered everything with penis. That's it. Fuck. It's true. Well, Homeboy88 in the chat saying, Hey, putos. And he also says, I hate to say this, but if the WWE goes away, so be it. Maybe professional wrestling will have a major reset in a few years. It reboots and becomes territories again. Highly unlikely. Because territories back then, there was a lot of money behind them compared to indies now that we have, if you know what I mean. And that just And there's no such thing now. as territorial television anymore. That's and that too. Why the territories work. It, and it won't work now because everything's the same. Like as in yeah. everyone's cable is the same shit. There's no more fucking territory based cable like if you know what I mean where they show different programs on different on the same channel even but it's not like that anymore so it just wouldn't work um, the only way it can work I guess if you have territories for country specific but even that still won't work because the best talent aren't there everyone's yeah. always going to gravitate to where the best talent are and that's not going to be the case with territories so I don't, and plus I don't see WWE ever dying period it just it's, I don't, it's almost like the NBA dying or the NFL dying. I just don't see that. Yeah, I mean, those things are all possible, though. Like, I, but no, of course. A Anything's lot, possible. A lot would have to change in, like, really, like, at this point, for the WWE to completely go away, it would take something changing pretty seriously about Western democracy as a yeah. whole. Like, right. our society yeah. would have to change yeah. in order for WWE That's to a good completely plug. disappear. For the upcoming Far Center, actually, Chris. Yes, it is. The there Far Center. Look out. Those look of out you for who that. are Far Center fans, keep a lookout for that. I have one that I've I've recorded. I've got it off of Jimmy, and it is titled, Why Not Everyone Should Vote. <laughs> so, a bit of a controversial take there. There you go. If you're a dumbass, you shouldn't vote. You, you should <laughs> have the legal right to vote, but you shouldn't vote. <laughs> 
<laughs> I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that pretty much covers the news, I guess. Is there anything else uh, going on in professional um, wrestling that's worth talking about? Not really. Well, if there is, it doesn't matter because this shit is overshadowed, overshadowed by a mile. So, no, that's just the latest update. I know you and Jeff... Uh, spoke about it on the NXT show, and I'm just updating on the on the news. Like basically, that's it. So um, no, that, I think that's about it, dude. Unless right anyone on. can tell us in the chat if we missed anything. Other than that, that is the major news. Hey, listen, if something crazy happens, like I don't know, Terry Bollea winds up being a racist, tell us in the <laughs> chat so that we know and we can talk about it. Who um, is Terry? Didn't he come on the show once upon a time? He's, he's been on the skirmish a few times, actually. Mostly when we were all audio, though. Strange that he doesn't want to be on camera. Um, well, yeah. Who is he? Come on, brother. Yeah, brother. Um, all right. Well, let's get to it. Let's talk about AEW Dynamite. Uh, they're, coming, they're coming to us from the LA Forum. Ooh. The Forum. It's even forum, be better. Los Angeles. If- if you ask TK, apparently it's just as uh, famous as the world's most famous arena in Madison Square Garden. Yeah, it's like Wembley yeah. or Madison Square <laughs> Garden. Same thing. Wembley, please. Anyway, yeah, right. the Forum. Staples Center is better. Just saying. More famous, it's too. Right, right now. Staples Center is better. It's just a better building. And more famous for today's fucking people. Yeah. Exactly. Anyway, um, so they start off with a bang. Um, sorry, let's uh, let's get this comment out of the way. Uh, Dimitrios. Uh, happy birthday, by the way, bro, for yesterday. Happy birthday. Uh, he go. says, hi, guys. If the Saudis get to WWE, it is very possible. Oh, uh, if the Saudis get to WWE, it is very possible. Hell, AEW might become the number one company. That's my concern. Uh, you know uh, what? I, I disagree. You know why? Because the Saudis will pump fucking money into it to make sure that doesn't happen. I'm telling yeah. you, that's the one thing they will do, whether the people, you know, buy into it. I, I don't know. But uh, the one thing I will say, they will go out and absolutely pump this shit with unlimited amount of money. Because that's what they do, man. When they buy soccer clubs, whatever, they do that mm-hmm. shit. They really go all out, all in. They'll make everything look overly extravagant. Yeah. And the perception will always look like WB is the bigger company just by the extravagance compared to AEW. So I actually kind of disagree with that. I don't know about you, Chris, but uh, yeah, that's my take. No, I'm with you on that. I don't think that there's much I don't think that there's much chance of that happening just because I don't feel that if the Saudis took over, that they would take over that much. They would take over in terms of overall spending and overall right. what they were making from it. But they wouldn't be trying to go in there and change the creative where all women's wrestling goes away. I know people have said, like, oh, I worry for Sami Zayn. Don't. Um, you know, if the Saudis buy the WWE, they're very likely to take a, to take an ownership role in the WWE and have somebody else as the general manager doing the day-to-day hiring, yeah, firing. we'll still have the same people in charge, yeah. essentially, in the company right now. 100%. It's just yeah. the Saudis pumping money. Like, that's, that'll be the difference. That that really that's my perception of it anyway. I mean, I could be wrong, but I, I don't foresee them trying to. Okay, so Dimitro says that uh, his his concern is the long term, and yeah, it all I depends mean, on the people, man. Really, how they yeah. take 
to it. Yeah, it really does. It depends on it depends on if people. Part of it, at least, it depends on if people who are watching the WWE are really as woke as they sometimes claim to be. Um, I, think I, I have my serious doubts. Um, you know me, Jimmy. I'm not a liberal, right? I'm not. I'm not some woke liberal uh, person. I, I'm not. I'm not an overly conservative person either. I run a podcast called The Far Center because I think of myself as a centrist politically. But I actually did cancel my WWE pres- uh, subscription, um, subscription when all of yeah when all that <laughs> happened. So. I, and I, I didn't see an awful lot of other people actually doing that in spite of the noise that was made by a lot of the woke members of the IWC. So. I wasn't one of them, right? Because I'm not going to let that sort of discourage me, if you know what I mean. That's just me personally. Yeah. And I don't agree with you're it. You're not going to do wrong. it. Yeah. No, and if, and if that's not you, that's not you. It's cool. But so many people in the IWC right, there talk no. like they're woke. And continue to give money to these companies that they know are not very good for people. Yeah, but see, uh, for me, I don't like to judge. Like at the end of the day, I I love it for what it is, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Look at the dollar club versus Jimmy's wife. <laughs> yeah. Well, I try to be, but anyway, um, no. But in all seriousness, I don't want to look at it from a political aspect, man. Because at the end of the day, I tune in to watch fucking professional wrestling. The minute it gets all fucking mixed up with politics, it's going to alienate me and I'm sure alienate a lot of the fans. And I don't want to look at it from that perspective. I just want to look at it for what it is. It's meant to be professional wrestling. I want to judge it on that. And that's it. Like, not the morals of the owners or fucking whatever. Because at the end of the day, all these companies, all of them, even this big sports leagues, whatever, all these billionaires that are running all this shit. Yeah, and this is my work part. They're all the same shit, man. You think they don't all fucking do shit that we, we just don't hear it. We just don't know of it unless it comes out. The Saudis, the Saudis are the Saudis. That's their, I don't agree with it, so I'm putting it out there. But that's the way they fucking do shit in their country. No one punishes them. It is what it is. It's just, yeah. you know, we should be pissed off with our own government. For letting them get away with it. At the end of the day, right? I mean, shit, no one's stopping them from doing what they're doing. No one's going to do shit to them because, unfortunately, our countries need those guys. Yep. So, I'm not going to put WB in that same basket. I I refuse to. Yeah, and fair enough, man. That's, you know, I, I, I feel like that's a good, healthy way of living your life, too. I mean, I've talked about on a personal level, like... Chris Benoit is one of my favorite wrestlers. I love watching right. Chris Benoit matches. I still watch Chris Benoit matches. You know why? Because I can separate the artist from exactly. the art. Um, likewise with the WWE, I feel like the best thing for people to do, if the Saudis do take over, is try really hard to separate artists from art and just focus on you know what's being put in front of you as a wrestling fan, whether you like it or you don't. Now, again, this might be a completely useless conversation because a week from now we might be talking about how NBC Universal has just bought the WWE. Um, right now, it seems like the whole Saudi talk is a lot of people over exaggerating um, what the conversations have or haven't happened. So, right now, I'd say let's just. Boy, this is a popular fucking conversation right now, Chris, because the it. chat's going crazy. Yeah. But Homeboy88 says if WWE goes away, I want to ask Jimmy and Chris a question. Will it matter 
honestly think that the company can't run forever and might be time to wrap it up. Why? No, see, I look at WWE, like I said before, as like the NBA or the NFL. It's the be-all and end-all, uh, whether you like it or not, of professional wrestling as a professional wrestler. So to me, it's unkillable. It's making record profits. It's, it's. I just don't see it like ever dying. Like, you know what I'm saying? Unless another company, because wrestling's unique though, because you can have a company that's just as big as one company. It doesn't work in like the NFL, for example, the XFL, or the what was the other one? The fucking um, the American. What was the other one? Not the CFL, the Canadian football one. The one where Trump was trying to own the whole league. I can't even remember. I, I don't follow. Football. Oh, the USFL, the USFL. That's what it was called. Remember the USFL? That was yeah. trying to go head to head with the NFL back in the day, right? And right. at first it seemed like that, but nothing. But at the end of the day, nothing could go head to head with the NFL. But in wrestling, for whatever reason, if you get another billionaire owning a company, wrestling seems to clash with each other and seems to sort of be on the same pedestal. Do you know what I mean? Like it can oh, yeah. sort of become the same. But WWE's got so much history now, man. I, it's making record money. How, how does it die when it's making record money? Like, I don't see how, unless the people boycott it for the simple reason of the Saudis owning it. Right, and I think that there's there's an outside chance that something like that could happen. I have heard that the, the Live Golf um, is having a really hard time finding a place that will air their shows. Like, they're... they're they're having a really hard a, time worldwide you're saying like if that was yeah to... in the west in most western countries they're having a really hard time i've i've heard that in the uk they might even be willing to just give the content away for free um as a way to get their content out there so there is definitely some pushback against things that are owned by the saudis but how much and how much of that can be overcome by just spending more money and if it can okay, they see... will because I'm money confused. is not a thing. I'm confused. I'll tell you why. And before we get into Dynamite, because everyone's commenting in the chat about it still. And look, let me put it like this. The Saudis own English Premier League clubs. All right, for example, the Saudi Trust Fund, which is the which is Bin Salman, pretty much, the, the prince of of Saudi Arabia, the one that got Khashoggi killed, all right? It was him, right? Yeah. Bin Salman, right? He owns Newcastle United. The, the, the Saudi Arabia Trust Fund now owns Saudi uh, owns Newcastle United in the English Premier League. For example, they just bought him and they're turning him into another super club because all the Emirates countries are owning all these football clubs worldwide and turning him into super clubs because they spend ridiculous amount of money on, on just getting the world's best players and pumping yeah. money into all the clubs. So it's all right. Most fans, even though they hate it, right for example you see a lot of them boycott but they still sell out their damn stadiums because at the end of the fucking day they're all happy that they're injecting all this fucking money into into their club who never had that sort of money in the first place right but they're going to get along with the program because they're pumping money into their club i just why is that okay then but now suddenly we're all going to be like this over wwe like come on like i mean if it means them pumping more money and making it more successful, I'm all for it. Why are we judging WWE as as that? Because of the Saudis. I get it. They're cunts. They're pricks, right? They're, they're murderers. But fuck, why are we allowing this shit to get into WWE at the end of the day? 
Do you know what I mean? Like, if they're going to keep it running forever and whatever, right? I mean, then I'm cool. I'm down for it because it's still there. We should just be appreciative that someone is putting money, regardless of who they are. Because Vince ain't the... Why is Vince... Are we all... We all love Vince McMahon. And how controversial has that guy been forever? Let's be honest, mm-hmm. man. Yeah. But we all love Vince. We all bow down to Vince when he fucking comes out. But why? What makes him any different? He's the one that is friends with these murderers. Even against the US government's fucking, like... Those, even though the US government are fucking best friends with the Saudis. All I'm saying is, it's, there's a lot of contradictions going on here, man. Why is it all right for one way, but not all right the other way? This is what does my head in. Like, people can't have it both ways, man. No, I agree with you. And, you know, like, as much as I'm horrified when I hear about... Uh, you know, public hangings for homosexuals no, it's and things fucked. like that. It's wrong. It's wrong. But Absolutely. As horrified as I am about that, Jimmy, I'm equally as horrified when I hear about 12 year olds being given hormone blockers in the United States. <laughs> yeah. So. And that's like you started know. on shit like, you know, in the US. I mean, come on. And it's not just the US, it's our countries too. I'm just yeah. saying, like, you know, we're not fucking all innocent either. You know what I mean? Because we're all Western countries, you know, we're all righteous. And there's horrible, horrifying things that happen as a result of every country and every 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 era and every historic epoch that's ever existed. That's it, man. People people find a way to be terrible to each other. And as an individual person, you have to try to find a way to live your life and be happy in spite of that. And again, I think that a big step towards that is try, if you can, to separate art from the artist. I mean, I canceled my WWE Network subscription. I don't plan on getting another one. But like, I do sometimes watch SmackDown because I want to see what Sami Zayn's doing. I do sometimes watch clips from Raw if somebody does something really cool. Um, you know, At like, the end of the day, again, we're supporting the wrestlers, man, more so than that's anything. Right. Why can't that's we right. be like that? That's you know what right. I'm saying? Exactly. Exactly. I think that's a, I think that's a good I think that's a good step to get off on this though. Uh, I know because we'll I'm on. getting passionate about this shit and I can go on for about it for another two hours. But it seems like in the chat everyone wants to talk about it. I mean Demetrius said WWE don't won't die, but it can become irrelevant if the wrong people go in down the line. Um still irrelevant is it will take a lot everyone knows what WWE is. That's the thing. So will it ever be irrelevant? I don't know because everyone knows WWE, like yeah. everyone. Um, but also he says, but on the other hand, they're not buying the EPL FA. It's only one club, right? Because the EPL can't be bought. You know what I'm saying? It's it's that's the governing body for the Premier League. You know what I mean? And then the the English FA is the governing body for the Championship down. That's completely different. It's impossible. But if they could, they would. But it's that doesn't it's like a government run thing, almost, if that makes any sense. But anyway, uh yeah, anyway, let's get into dynamite. We're here to talk dynamite. Look, like I said, All man, right. it's it, I can be very passionate about this, and I agree with everything what most people are saying. The Saudis are fuck. I don't want the Saudis to own it, but I'm not gonna let fucking all that bullshit bring me down for something that I supposedly love, right? Yeah. Over someone owning it, it just. To me, 
whatever, man. If as long as they don't bother me, fuck them. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, we're all guilty of letting these cunts do what they do because no one does anything about it or even dare to do anything about it. So why are we blaming them when we should be looking at our own governments, man? Exactly. They're the ones that fucking allow it to happen. Exactly. And I just want to say thanks, everybody, for for listening to Moral Relativism on the PwC Network. (laughs) Jeez, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just passionate. And look, man, like I said, Khashoggi, what happened to him was fucked. But again, it happened. It didn't even happen in Saudi Arabia, dude. It happened in fucking in Turkey. Mm. You know what I mean? Don't get me saying, why didn't they do anything about it? They came out with the story, but they didn't do anything. Well, I mean, they couldn't. It happened at an embassy that was owned by Saudi Arabia. Well, the second they walked, they knew they had taps on. They got audio of what mm-hmm. happened. So the second they walked out of that damn embassy, yeah, bang, they could have just arrested him. But did they do anything? Of course not. They just said gobble, 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 and that's it. Gobble, gobble. Yeah. Fuck me. Okay, that's yeah, a turkey no. joke. That's All a right. turkey joke. Well, they let's, are named after a turkey. It's true. Look it up. I'm all not right, kidding. let's get let's go on with the fucking show here. Let's talk about AEW Dynamite because it actually started off with a pretty good match. Um, I thought at least, uh, and it's yeah. Adam Page and John Moxley uh, settling the score here. Um, match starts off. They're exchanging strikes. Um, you know, they're Adam Page starts off, ends up. Really, throughout the whole match, he's selling his head, right? Um, sort of classic pro wrestling. A guy just came back from an injury. We focus on the formerly injured part. Um, you know, good wrestling storytelling here. Um, there's a few things that I thought was pretty funny. I know the the little Death Rider thing that uh, John Moxley does. That got a, you know, the, the announcers sold it as if that was for sure going to be the end of the match. Uh, Page kicked out. Um, at one point, Moxley hit him with a pretty serious, stiff-looking pile driver. The rep, you know, the announcers again sold it like, "Oh, it's definitely the end of the match." Page again kicked out. Um, they exchanged a little bit. Um, the ending was the ending was you know uh, a buckshot lariat from Page, and that was the end of the match. I didn't mind the ending to the match. As much as I'm not a fan of Paige and as much as I like Moxley, it was the proper booking as well because Moxley just lost a title match. And, uh, you know, you're probably trying to build up contenders so that MJF can run through them. So, um, yeah, what did you think of the match, Jimmy? Well, first of all, when did this match become official? He, I, probably on Twitter. Probably on Twitter? Twitter. Yeah. Well, good one, TK. You know, that was building that he was going to get cleared come LA, correct? That's what they were saying yeah. in the last three weeks. They didn't yeah. say there was going to be a match in LA if he got cleared. I could have sworn that's not what I heard, correct? No, they did say that that, uh, that he would be cleared for LA and that they would fight in LA. But again, I'm but, not sure but, how you But it was more like it was supposed to be a stand, like a, like a sort of like a standoff, not an actual match match. And plus... So that's it. Are we done now between these two? Is 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 that? Well, that was a shit fucking little feud. I mean, if that's the case, right? They had nothing to fight for. First of all, what were they fighting for? Can you explain? Yeah, oh yeah, sorry, fight forever, whatever. I think fuck yous. I'm talking to the fans <laughs> that say that shit. 
<laughs> well, I don't want them fighting forever. I don't know how why people chant that shit. But anyway, who? What's 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 at stake here? Pride. Yeah, basically that was the way that they said it. They even actually at one point. See, this is the thing that annoys me with the announced team. I miss Jr. a lot when he's not there because today. My boy. Because today, um, El Mascaco basically El was saying that this match was more important to Adam Page than the last time that they wrestled, even which though was the for last the title. They wrestled. It was for the title. <laughs> no, uh... that should never be the fucking reaction. And if you're gonna do that, then you better make sure that you've had a fucking hell of a sell coming up, coming up to this match. Like this better be the biggest fucking matchup that your company has ever seen. Otherwise, no, your guy should nah, not be saying nah. it's more important than the title. That title should mean everything to every competitor that you have. Not in AEW, <laughs> clearly. And look, it's not probably it's probably not El Mascara's fault. Right, it's probably he probably got fed that shit by TK or someone to say that shit. I mean, I hope for his sake. I'm, I'm sure, but it's still, I mean, it's still just awesome, just awful. So, anyway, at the end here, um, it looks like uh, Moxley's head is hurt. Um, it looks like they're basically hearkening back to how Paige got injured. Doc Samson gets in the ring and he's checking on Mox, and Mox seems a little bit out of it. Adam Page walks away from the ring holding his hands up. That's pretty much how they finish this. I kind of hope this is the end of the feud because I've been saying for a very long time, I don't think these two guys really play well off of each other. I, I don't, don't think they think like that... each other really deep down either, dude. It feels that way. I Well, to be honest with you, I feel like most people probably have a hard time liking Adam Page. I well, um, if, if all the reports are true, I mean... Yeah, I mean, but he said he has said that he's not going to listen to people because right, I've, I've, what I've does anybody else that. know? What does anybody else know that I don't already know? I sold out the Tokyo Dome or whatever the fuck he says. Like, well, bro, he actually hasn't. He's full of shit. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's like, dude, you're not that over. You just aren't. You're not that over. I don't like. Look, I know he was. He was at one really stage, loud. right? Yeah, they do, and they he does have his fans. And at first, he was over, right? But uh, he's a bitch now. Then you put him with the dark, the dark order. Sorry, you're just killing the guy. I mean, I, I, I don't get, like. I don't his get. Run I did don't him get no it. favors. His attires do him no favor. He's um, uh, he's he's the way he delivers his promos do him no favors. Yeah, he's not. He's not a main event guy. He just isn't. He's not. He's not a guy you can build a company around. And I know that. There are people who think that that's exactly what AEW has done or are trying to do. They try. They did try. I mean, let's be honest. He's not the guy. Is he a two-time or one-time AEW World Champion? He is a one-time. Not. AEW he never World had two Champion. runs. No, he's had one, and right. it was bad. Like, no, no, really I know, bad. I know. But I, I thought for a minute he won it twice. But yeah, you're probably right. He um, won it once, and I was there in the building oh, when he yes, won the AEW were. World Championship against and Kenny in November. Yeah, and that was a good match. But it was, no, for sure. He's, he does good match. Look, he has good matches, man. Right? Yeah, but it's not he had that. a good match tonight. He Absolutely. had a good match tonight. I liked this wrestling match. I just, I look at this whole feud and I go, okay, that was kind of a waste of time. 
let's move on with something else now. And um, yeah, don't put these two guys together again because they don't have chemistry. Well, you know what's going to happen. Well, see, I'm conflicted. See, personally, I like if they're going to do a feud and it feels like a blood feud, this can't be the blow-off. I can't see Moxie letting, like, giving him his, his comeuppance after losing like that. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Unless well, he disappears you. for six weeks like he's been meaning to do. Apparently, he's meant to take six weeks off and he hasn't yet. If he's doing that, I get why he lost. But if he's not and he just doesn't say anything about it, then that's stupid also. Yeah, I mean, it might even be why they nodded to him maybe being injured at the end of the match, and that's good. Well, then he's that's going. Fine. He's definitely going then to his six-week okay. hiatus, 100%. Good. Fantastic. Mox, I hope you get rested up and you stay away from the booze. That's just... <laughs> well, I'm glad you said that because something tells me he's back on the booze. I don't blame him just quietly, but... <laughs> that's sad. He shouldn't be. I mean, um, doesn't he look like he's gained that weight again from when he was on the booth? When you think about it? His face has looked totally. a little... Yeah, his face has looked a little puffy the last couple of but, weeks, but, but not... Yeah, not if you look at him from when he first came back from his rehab stint and look at him now, I'm telling you, dude, there's actually a big difference. And he's starting to act a bit wacky again, you know? The unhinged Dean Ambrose, <laughs> John Moxley, sort of, you know, they used to call him unhinged. Starting mm-hmm. to seem unhinged again, a little bit, just a little bit. Yeah, he's a he's a loose cannon. Um, and to be fair, if you're working AW, man, you got to be high. I mean, yeah, I think if you're a competent professional wrestler and you're working in <laughs> AW, hey, you absolutely. have to be either high or drunk or <laughs> yeah, something. Otherwise, it would drive you nuts. I can, I can just picture it, man. Absolutely. Well, let's see what's next here. Um, all right. Well, back from break. And you know it's all about the boom. Yeah, that was surprising. What the hell? My feed started fucking up there when I saw Adam Cole. So I kind of missed his promo, but I know he was in the ring cutting a promo. Is he back? It was kind of generic. So basically he comes out. He says, you know, he wants to thank everybody for the, for the love that he got when he was out. People were sending him messages or he was reading things on Twitter. Stop reading Twitter, professional wrestlers, uh, and stop talking about Twitter on, on TV other than to just act like it's act like you're above it. Because every time you talk about Twitter as an important thing, you make yourself look very small and very petty and wow. very stupid and he very normal. Kind of, he's kind of he's kind of He's small. pretty small. <laughs> um Yeah, Cole talked about how, you know, people were you know, tweeting and stuff about I hope he's good, I hope he's I hope he's doing better, I hope he's getting healthy, etc. And he appreciated that people were, you know, uh giving him some love in spite of the fact that he wasn't out there performing. That was a good little it was a good little face promo here from him. He talked about how uh you know it's good news, bad news, but the the bad news isn't for isn't for Adam Cole and isn't for the fans. It's for the locker room because he's back, baby. And Tell he's back. Today, and tonight is, and tonight everybody's going to be able to point to as the night that uh, Adam Cole reinvented himself and Played came back. back and had the best part of his career, and et cetera, et cetera. Uh, it was a good little fired up face promo. I didn't mind this. Did he call out anybody? He didn't call out anybody specifically, so I guess we're in a wait and see uh, pattern in terms of that. Um, but I, 
I wouldn't mind seeing him and Adam Page have a feud. That that would be interesting to me. They kind of were bickering right before he got injured. So maybe that's where they'll go. There's also the unfinished business between him and the Elite also. So, uh, yeah, we'll wait and see what happens there. But um, And just quietly, I just wanted to say one more thing. You know the Yakuza own New Japan Pro Wrestling? Well, yeah, and they owned Pride. And, like, and that too. Um, so I just want to point out, I'm sorry for bringing that up again, but it's the Yakuza, because why is, oh, they're cool, right? They're cool dudes. But they're still fucking gangsters. They're still murderers, are they not? I love Yakuza's too. But I'm just saying, like, we can't have it both ways, peeps. Sorry, it just well, it came into my and head then. And, uh, boxing for most of the, the most 19th dirtiest century. Please, still yeah. to this day, you're telling me there's no corruption? Yeah, for most of the 20th century, most of the 19th century, <sighs> boxing, um, any kind of any kind of sport any like that. Any combat was by sports. The even kick i love kickboxing for example too right especially back in the mm-hmm. day it's not as popular as it is net like as K1, it was then yeah. k1 was the best bro anyway they're fucking owned by k1's also yakuza and yeah. uh also the amount of shifty the amount of gangster drug dealing cunts that pour money into that shit it's insane yeah all right so i'm just saying including your bikey gangs put money in in that shit too it's all why are we pick and choose it's like we like it's like WB fucking stabbed us in the back it feels like how dare they yeah i i mean i think the part of it i think part of it is there's a lot of people who are who were very happy to see vince mcmahon go and are very upset that he seems to be pulling the strings again and i'm a little upset too but i knew this was gonna happen just not so soon yeah, you knew that he was going to make some kind of a power play at some point. Like, he's not just going to go away. He's Vince fucking McMahon. <laughs> Dollar Club Wrestling says, The Yakuza owns gay pride? Question um, <laughs> mark. Remember Pride FC? Used to, you know, the, the precursor to UFC? Actually, what UFC is today is basically Pride. what Pride was long before UFC became anything great. Pride was it's the still shit. not as cool as Pride was. No, nah, Pride was the shit, and all the best fighters that you see, well, not so much today, but at one point, say about ten years ago, all came from Pride, and mm-hmm. the best heavyweights came from Strike Force when they bought them out, including mm-hmm. Ronda Rousey. She was the Strike not a Force. Who's a women? Because they didn't have a women's division yet in UFC until they yeah. bought out Strike Force, and then it became she became a de facto UFC women's champion because she was already when it got bought out the women's champion in strike force and like Overeem came from pride and strike force the heavyweight division in strike force I dare say was much better than UFC at that time I'm not even gonna disagree with that I think that's right yeah just saying you know what I mean no, for but sure anyway. Yeah, and I mean, listen. And you know who owns UFC, bro? After the Fatidas sold it, do you know? Well, there's a. It's like they a, hide it too. They really hide it, man. They try to do really well. But guess what? China fucking owns it. Yeah, they don't tell you that, but that's who owns it. Right, and Dana White's still in his position. That's that he's it, been in and that's what we're going to get with WWE. It'll be the exact. You won't even know that the Saudis are fucking running it. I'm telling you. Yeah. That's probably right. Um, anyway, yeah, it was good to see Cole back um, in, in terms of... I mean, I'm not as big a fan of Adam Cole as you are, right? But um, 
I don't hate Adam Cole. I was I'm, I'm happy that he's healthy and I'm happy that he's back. He's a he's definitely somebody on the he, he's somebody in the company who you actually care to watch his matches. He's not a spot he's not a spot monkey, at least not too bad. Um, and well, he can be. Yeah, he definitely competes a little too well against bigger opponents, but I, I, I have a tendency to want to let that slide at this point, especially with no, this me company. Too. I think um, WB, though, booked him better, though, in that sense, where he was more believable to take down bigger guys, and he wasn't as much of a spot monkey in WWE because I'm sure they told him to turn it down, compared to, you know, pre-WB yeah. and current AEW. He was better in, in NXT than he has been in AEW. Absolutely. Sure. In my opinion. All yeah. right. Let's let's move on here as a big matchup. They've been setting this up for three for three or four weeks now. Is Jungle Jack Perry and Hook or uh, Jungle Hook Ugh. take on Moriarty and Big Bill? <laughs> Can we say Big Dick? I j- Jimmy. Okay, listen. Is that possible? I'm going to give some free advice to everybody who's getting into professional wrestling, especially <laughs> if you wind up having yourself a situation where you've signed with a big company especially <laughs> if you're six foot seven or six foot eight or however the fucking t- you however can't teach tall that Chris big cast is listen <laughs> you have to ask yourself when you're coming up with a name or when somebody's pitching you a name ask yourself can you picture big bill as being on the top of the marquee for the World Heavyweight Championship. Big <laughs> Bill. Uh, and if the answer is no, if the answer is no, then stop. Don't fucking do it. Unless you're planning on getting into it as just like a, you know, you just, you're, you love just going out and performing for people. And, you know, if you're in Danhausen's spot where you're just there to entertain people, fine. But if you're a guy like, fucking Morrissey who looks the way Morrissey looks don't let them call you Big Bill on television don't you do know that. what dude I don't think he gives a fuck and I'll tell you why because he's going out with uh with what's her name is it Lexi there the ring announcer at the back mm. that's that's his I think they're married now or he proposed to her something like that anyway they're in a relationship maybe he he's down for Big Bill as long as he's around his girl I mean he doesn't seem to give a fuck because involves him, I'd be like, fuck no, I'm, I'm going to go by that name, Big Bill. The fuck is Big Bill? Am I a cop? That's what, that's what they call cops in, in the UK, the old Bill. Billy. Really? I'm serious. That's what they say. Like here, like, oh, well, here we call them cops, right? Or pigs, whatever, like, you know, common names. But uh, there, they call it the old Bill. He's Big Bill, so is he a big cop? What is he? I, I don't know. It's 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 stupid, and it's it. That's the kind of shit that they teach you in wrestling school. Don't, but you can't teach that though. Apparently, you, you can can't ask him. Teach that. Okay, so Perry gets a big reaction from the LA crowd. Uh, Hook comes in. He grapples reasonably well. I, I actually thought that you know he came up. Hook with a couple is of, great. I don't care what anyone says. He had a couple of really smooth-looking moves. I love the way he wrestles, bro. He's a fu- he, he does such great suplexes, man. Yeah. Um, and he was in there with Moriarty, who I actually think can really do a great job. Which when surprises he works me that you'd say that. 
when he's working a catches catch can style, he's really good. Like he's a talented professional wrestler. I hate his I mean, gimmick though, dude. Whatever he's got, he's he's, he has to he has to change the gimmick. You can't be Big Bill and the Catman. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, Hook and Jungle Boy win after a mostly dominant performance where Big Bill got most of the offense from the heel team. Moriarty mostly took a beating. Um, this was kind of nothing. I don't know why they built this up as like a major thing that we were going to need, we were going to want to pay attention to and that this was going to sell people on watching the show at the forum. Um, yeah, pal. I'm back. Yeah, pal. again, <laughs> talented performers. I really like Hook. I I I, I like the way that he was. Um, not even just the suplexes. He was doing some mat work tonight that I really He's enjoyed. He's good, man, in the ring. I don't see how people shit on him for his in ring style. I don't get it, man. Uh, yeah. Okay. I I like yeah. him. He's still a little green, but he's still fucking young, man. He's learning, but he's much ahead than a lot of these fucks, in my opinion. Well, yeah, he's already got he's already got at least some things down, which I mean, at this Absolutely. point, yeah, it, it takes people a long time to really master professional wrestling. Like, you know, Ben has said that you know he's Ben Hamin, of course, has said course you know like, he's still he still goes out there and every once in a while somebody will teach him something and he goes, oh shit, that's a cool little trick or that's a cool little thing to, to learn or to add to the repertoire. And, Absolutely. Uh, you know, that's how you should be in professional wrestling and if you're brand new, people should give you a little bit of slack. It's not like Hook goes out there and fucks up everything he does. He he's doesn't. Actually, he really no, doesn't. He's, he's reasonably smooth. He looks good. He's not injuring people. I say keep going with it, young man. And, um, that's it. Jack Perry looked good again tonight. Um, he's just so small. Like I don't know if Jungle he's Boy a surfboard, can really. Bro. I I don't know. Like I, I feel like Jungle Boy needs to be in a tag team because I just oh, can't take him seriously. <laughs> I just can't take him seriously as a as a single star yet. Because he's not imagine, big enough. Dude, imagine a fucker like him coming up to you, losing his shit at you, like Jungle Boy. Just you, you'd be like, what? Just bitch slap the dude. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, like seriously, you would never, you wouldn't take him serious, dude. You no. think you can bitch slap this guy? And no. a progress is five, not meant to look like you can beat the fuck out of him. If you're five nine and you weigh one hundred and seventy pounds, don't and have long hair like me. that, like long don't, fucking. Damn. Don't get in my chest. <laughs> and why doesn't anyone pull his fucking hair during matches most of the times? Yeah, you'd think that more heels would do things like cheating, you but think? generally in AEW, cheating means you're going to lose the match. I don't know how that works in AEW, but those things that used to assist heels in getting dirty wins and don't, they don't actually do those simple things, Chris. Anymore. That's what's frustrating. They don't do those little simple. It's only the little things, bro. The little yep. things that they should be doing, they never do. And if only if they did do it. It would make such a fucking... It's not rocket science, guys. Come on. The rest of the should know this shit themselves. The little details that they would probably get to learn if they would bother listening to the people in the back, like William Regal or Chris oh, Jericho or Jim Ross, the guys who have tried and who have said publicly that they try to tell people what to do and that everybody just ignores them like, okay, boomer. Well, yeah. if you're if that's if that's what you want to do, then you're gonna keep having 
you know, we'll get into it, but you're going to keep having fucking video game main events like we had tonight where everybody goes through tables and smacks themselves and everybody's going to be bruised and bloodied and battered and fucked up tomorrow. And, and, can, and you know what, man? Why, speaking of the main event, I, I'm not going into it, but I'm just going to say, why did they have to... Why couldn't they call it a ladder match? Why did they have to call it the Escalera of, of fucking Fuego or some shit? Like, why did I have to say to you, are we, are we in Spain? Are we in Mexico? I know, I know California's on the border, but what the fuck is, like, Escalera to blada to the fucker? Like, why? Yeah, no idea. N- none Escala, whatsoever. Escalera, suicida, para, fucking no, bro. Like, like, seriously, it's a joke. It's, it's becoming stupid. English, Ingles. English, um, yeah, hundred percent. Um, Orange Cassidy and Danhausen are backstage with a guy from Cobra Kai. Um, oh, cool. This was supposed to be funny, but it wasn't. The best friends are still friends. Hooray! Cool. Oh, God. <sighs> Jimmy Crack Corn, and yep. I really okay. don't care. Yeah, let's move on. Uh, sashimi sticky rice or something <laughs> makes an entrance, but is interrupted uh... by MJF. Uh, MJF says, oh, Konnichiwa. Uh, the people here in L.A. seem to think that sashimi here is a big deal, but MJF, like me, has never heard of him. MJF says, you know, you look good, kid, but, like, I've never seen your work, like, ever, like, anything. I've never even seen a minute of your work. I have no idea what, you, what, what you're doing. Uh, you know what? But the, the thing is, he, he, when he was around in AEW, his first little run, he was everywhere. Come on, like... That were really sort of throwing him into our faces, dude. Yeah. Um, he would lose all the time, and he faced all the big names, essentially, most of the times. He was wrestling in main events against main eventers. Uh, well, he's in, he's, in a, he's in against the main eventer tonight. MJF says... Uh, there you go. Calls him, at one point, calls him take a shitter, and I just <laughs> feel like, I feel like I've said, made that it. joke so many times about, about Sheeta that, like... Somebody owes me some fucking money for that. That's that's yeah. my creative. Well, um, I said that about take a shitter right here in Takshera. Um, is in you know Kons- what's his name? Konsutsuke Takashita. Right. Constipated like take a shitter. Um, yeah. he replies in Japanese, uh, MJF says, as you just did, English. And <laughs> did then he? take a shitter. Yeah, take a uh, shitter responds with I said, kiss my ass. <laughs> uh, Again, my internet feed dog. missed the start. I watched the match, but I missed the MJF bit, but I'm laughing because he said what I said. Ingles. English. And did he really um, say, I'll kick your ass. I said, kiss <laughs> my ass. <laughs> kiss my ass. You know, they I'm usually like that. I'm not making fun. <laughs> I'm just quoting. Um, oh, no. The racist Olympics are back. Anyway, Sticky Rice uh, shoves MJF. <laughs> and, Sticky uh, Rice. And MJF oh, no. tells, tells Aubrey Edwards, you need to get him out of the ring now before I before I find him. Which Before she take a shit out? When did MJF get the right to find people if they <laughs> do things i don't understand uh, i don't fucking he's the burberry champion bro he sure the triple is. b yeah 
as he yeah, calls yeah. it, <laughs> the triple B. <laughs> he makes me laugh. All right. So, so you can give out fines now. Take a shit or leaves the ring. Um, take a MJF, shit? Uh, maybe. MJF oh. calls out a few celebrities who are at ringside. He calls out uh, Ken Jong. Um, <laughs> says that he hasn't been relevant in a very long time. That's true, objectively. Uh, he calls out Freddie Prince Jr. Says Ooh. that uh, he's not a very good actor, which is also objectively true. Um, he keeps doing this until Brian Danielson uh, runs to the ring, chases him off. Oh, Danielson. And uh, yeah, Danielson gets his match underway <laughs> with random Japanese guy number 407. Um, Konsusuke. Takeshita. Constipated take a shit. <laughs> yeah. In all seriousness, but I know we sound like pricks right now, but I actually like Takeshita, right? I actually do. I actually think he's a great wrestler. He's a big boy for a Japanese guy. I'm being truthful now. He actually is. Mm -hmm. He's young. He's got a lot of potential, and I truly mean that. I actually am a fan of his. But he can't speak. English, kick ass, whatever he said. Yeah, I kick ass. Um, and also, and also, like, yes, maybe Tepesh mode there is big in Japan, yeah. but he's literally Tepesh, nobody Tepesh. here. Oh, he's pretty um, big worldwide, bro. Come on, he was no, on one not. stage. Really? No, he's not. Well, if he's no. not a big deal in Canada, you just mentioned him in Canada, and I know who Tepachi mode is. No, no, I'm saying. I'm calling the Japanese guy Tepesh Mode. Isn't that a DJ? Yes, but I'm calling the Japanese guy that because I'm continuing the racist Olympics. <laughs> Jesus, keep up, Jimmy. <laughs> um, I thought you were being... Anyway, doesn't matter. Forget me. <laughs> so, big Japanese guy, Godzilla, he's not, uh, he's not a big deal in America. He's not a big deal in AEW. So They kind of like him. Fuck? They, they seem to Why the fuck it. does Danielson keep doing this? He keeps <sighs> struggling life and death matches against people who have never won in AEW oh. or who have oh. a 50-50 record in AEW. You're going for the title in like two weeks. True. Bro, you need to dominate these fucking guys. But to be fair to Takeshita... Um... They've booked him pretty strong. Even though he loses all the time to the top guys, they have mm -hmm. booked him to go, you know, blow for blow against the top guys. So this was nothing different here. And to be fair... I know, but what I'm saying is that's wrong. It's shitty Right, but see, booking. to me, Ethan Page against Danielson was completely wrong. Because where the fuck is Ethan Page? Right. Right? So why book him so strong against Danielson a couple of weeks ago? And I said it then, Chris. I think I was saying it to you. We both know they're not going to do nothing with him. Yep. They're just going to... It's it's done for nothing. That was my complaint. Making yep. fucking Ethan Page look strong. And I'm a fan of his, right? So am I. And if I knew they were going to book him well after that, because really that's where you, you should do, if you're going to elevate someone at that point, that's what you do. Yep. But I knew they weren't going to do it. And guess what? They didn't do it. So what right. was the fucking point of a match like that where fucking Danielson had to literally crawl and scratch his way to a victory, just, right? And then there goes Ethan Page. And now we take Shitter. I just hope he doesn't disappear for a few weeks again. 
because again, it's done all for nothing. Like, how do you supposed to get someone over, man? That's what I'm saying about the booking. This doesn't help anybody get over because you're not going to be consistent with, like, okay, consistent booking would be, okay, uh, Brian Danielson fights like hell, barely gets through Ethan Page. Ethan Page is pissed off. You know, Danielson goes on. He, you know, faces some more people, etc. He does whatever he's doing. Um, but Ethan Page comes out the next week and he says, I'm pissed off. I was this close to beating Danielson and getting my number one contendership. I want a match against, you know, whoever's in the back that's got the guts to face me. You know, you have a decent face come out. Somebody who can take a loss right now. Um, right, exactly. Maybe it's Darby Allen or whatever, right? Maybe it's Orange Cassidy. Maybe it's Trent. Trent comes out. Trent, Ethan, perfect. Get Trent him to comes be out. out. Yeah, Ethan Page beats him in three minutes. And he That's looks it. mad. And he looks fucking stoked. Like, okay, back in the winning trail, and I want somebody else next week. Right? And then the week after that, you have Ethan Page come out and say, I showed last week what I can do when I'm motivated. I'm still motivated. I want somebody else, and I want them now. And then you can start a feud with somebody who's like a half-decent baby face. That's how you elevate a guy off of a loss. You don't just have him almost beat the best fucking wrestler that you have and then disappear for three fucking right. weeks. And that you know what? is you... not elevating. And you brought up an extra good point. When you brought up Trent, right? If you can't use Trent for crying out loud, what about Chuck? Chucky T, he should be jobbing yep. to everybody. Have him yep. fucking get beat up or something. Like, I don't get it, man. Yep. Like, who the fuck is Trent anyway? Like, why Nobody. do we need him to be regular? Nobody. First of and all, he's a tag team specialist. He can take a loss in a single if match. If that. If that. Let's be honest. Yeah. I mean, for fuck's sake. Obviously, if you're if you suck, can't fucking uh, pee pee. EVPP, right? Yeah. You will get fucking high up the card. I mean, look at where's Miro? Yeah, it's a good fucking question. Where the fuck is Miro? Seriously. Where's Andrade been? Oh, Andrade? Oh, oh yeah, you mean the the Andrade family fucking casa? Yeah, uh, where'd they go? What happened with that? It's turned into the Rush family casa. And then where's Rush? Where's Brian Cage? Where? The embassy, bro. They're stuck in the embassy. Get it? Oh, uh, yeah. No. <laughs> I mean, AEW <laughs> is owned by a Saudi family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, Pakistani. Why does anyone fucking shit on that? I don't know. They're um, the biggest sponsors. One of the biggest sponsors, like the Saudis, of terrorism. Yes. No indeed. one cares about that, right? And they own a soccer club and multiple clubs. Anyway, yeah. So. I'm watching this match with giant Japanese guy versus the American dragon. And, um, Battle I'm just thinking to myself, all I'm thinking to myself is when does Godzilla here get his title match? Like he should, hey, he should, because why does fucking nobody's like sky blue who loses a match the week before to the same bitch become the one contender for the TBS championship. That seems very strange to me. And I mean, Listen, and like, I called her a bitch because she calls herself a bitch just quietly. Yeah, and I mean, listen, he he, this kid, what's his actual fucking name again? Takshida. Takshida is that really yeah. his, Konsusuke Konsusuke Takshida? That's his real name. Wow. Yes. 
I don't know. He he might have he might have to change that. That's just that's way too close to take a shit. Um <laughs> anyway, at well. one point so at one point this kid comes within a hair of pinning Danielson. He kicks out of the Busaiko knee. It's like bro No one kicks out of the Busaiko knee, man. If the Busaiko knee put fucking John Cena away at SummerSlam in 2000. It put Triple H away. Like, come on. It put Batista away. Fuck, man. Like, unless this kid's getting a title shot in the next three weeks, what an absolutely fucking ridiculously booked piece of shit. And he listen, will. He I'm will, shitting on this match purely because of the implications in the booking. Because if I was just watching this match and I just wanted to watch a good match, this was a fucking awesome wrestling Absolutely. match. Absolutely. If you Let pull me that just say aside, that. This no, was no, a fucking fantastic yeah. wrestling match. Absolutely. And it pissed me off the whole fucking time. Because the whole time I'm watching it going, what? Why? Why are they doing that? And that's the sad part, man. Because if we just put that shit aside and be like, all right, let's just watch it for what it is. You're right. It was a brilliant match. But... One thing, I've noticed a pattern now, Chris. Uh, remember when they said wins and losses matter? Do you yeah. remember that? Yeah. Well, clearly, losses don't fucking matter because the winners don't get title shots. The losers do. You lose to the champion one week, you're guaranteed a title shot the next. So, don't put it past them that either this Friday or next week, sometime either Wednesday or Friday, Takshida gets a title shot of sorts. If it's not the TNT Championship, it's the AW World Championship against MJF in a fucking yeah. you know bomb burner match. Yeah, I'm telling exactly. you, bro. It'll it'll be a fuck. It'll exactly. It'll be whoever beats them will have to dig for their fucking life. It. I don't know. It, it's back. Wins and losses understand. are supposed to mean something. They are supposed to mean something. And the reason not why here, they're supposed bro. to mean something is so that you don't have a situation where. Um, Bill Brooks is <laughs> taking on the middleweight champion of the UFC at 0-2. <laughs> you can't do it because everybody would he know Michael it's Jackson? fucking ridiculous. <laughs> mm. Everybody would know that's a if fucking ridiculous thing to do. Bro, I don't care what anyone says. Ever since I saw that fucking fight, I could never take him seriously after that. Because I truly think I could have kicked the fuck out of that guy. I think you might have had a better chance against oh, him than Phil not. Brooks. Not, that not was kidding. embarrassing. I can't even watch that again because it's so cringe. He is very unathletic and very in, uncoordinated, is Phil Brooks. Best in the world, my ass. He's, a, he's, a, he's great at pretending. Um, <laughs> uh, anyway. And people uh, cry moving, for this punk? Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Uh, Danielson eventually wins the match. I say eventually because, again, this took way too fucking long. In spite of the fact that, again, that, again, this was a good fucking match, man. Like, if you just want to watch a good wrestling match just because it's a good wrestling match, go watch this. This was good. It was solid. There's nothing wrong with this match. Solid like, shitter. If you just leave it in a bubble. But it's not in a bubble because it's Or in this case, wrestling. leave it in the toilet. Yes. Um... Anyway, uh, Danielson does the stomps, and then he uh, locks in the locks in the, the label lock. But there was no reason for it because take a shit. It was already out cold. Um, Taking a shit. And then Danielson lifts him up and gives him a hug, which 
You just stomped on a man's uh... face like 60 times, knocked him <laughs> unconscious, and then put him in a submission hold. Why are you now acting like I'm your friend? We're dragons. We're both we fight dragons. together. You're a bigger dragon than me. <laughs> we take shits together. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Great performance from both guys. Really Absolutely. awful booking. Somebody For needs real, to tell it was. Somebody Spider-Man. honestly needs to take Brian Danielson aside and say, listen, Brian, I know you want to help elevate the younger stars, and we all appreciate that. Doing we it, bro. really do. But four and a half minutes and let the kid get in a couple drop kicks, that's all you need to do for him. That's all you need to do for him. Because when you do shit like this, it just makes me look at him and go, there's no fucking way this guy beats MJF. Okay, well, yeah, see, and I was going to say that. I was going to say, unless, and they're not smart enough to do this, 100%, but maybe, just maybe, there's a reason for all this, right? If they're going to be booking MJF to beat Danielson, right, because, you know, he's the older guy, he doesn't have it anymore after MJF beats him kind of thing, right? And that's why he struggled to beat all those guys. They built some sort of story where he's just maybe not good enough anymore because he can't get past just any young guy anymore. He has to literally bite and claw his way. Then, cool. Then I get it. But I know they're not going that way. That's not what it is. And Danielson ain't beating MJF, all right? Let's just be real. Yeah. It ain't happening. No, that's that's far too clever for AEW, Jimmy. Far too clever. And it's simple, too. That's the thing. So, yeah. I don't give... I don't trust in that. And we've got a comment, actually, in the chat. Um, Who is it? Thomas Galloway. New listener, it seems. Um, Thomas Galloway says, What's your thoughts on what would happen to the Bullet Club if Jay White leaves Japan? Nothing. Because AJ Styles left Japan. Finn Balor left Japan before AJ. Um, Kenny Omega, to an extent, has gone from Japan, even though he was back recently. I think the Bullet Club will move on, although it will leave a huge hole in the leadership role. Who takes over, though, is an interesting question. Um, I don't know. What and about Tokushita? <laughs> well, technically, the Bullet Club was, was formed as a faction of foreigners. It was all Gaijins. It was meant to be only Gaijins. Now there's Japanese guys in there, but the whole point of it was just as a foreigner sort of club. Uh, it's a good question, man. I, I, I really don't know who takes over now. Unless Tamatanga comes back into the Bullet Club and, you know, he's one of the OGs. So, I mean, that's a possibility because he needs Bullet Club. But then there's talk of him coming to WWE also. So, I... I don't know. I guess Bad Luck Farley could be your new leader for you know, because he's another one of the OGs. I know that's crazy me saying that, but I mean, who else? If you take Jay White out of Bullet Club right now, who's going to be the true leader? Um, the thing about New Japan also, Thomas, uh, they they don't kill off their factions, man. Except I know Suzuki Gun is done and dusted, but it's rare. They always want their friggin' factions, and they kind of that's part of the big deal in japan it's all about the factions so uh i don't know it's a good question man uh whether jay white goes is another question but it's interesting but don't listen to all the reports just because he dropped his iwgp world championships this is where all the bullshit 
um, starts with all the dirt sheets. He lost the IWGP World Championship, so that means let's all talk, start bullshit. Ooh, it seems that WWE are interested in Jay White, so is AEW. Suddenly, it's easy to make bullshit like that because he lost the championship. Let's start bullshit. You know what I mean? Man, if anyone knows the way New Japan books shit, Okada always wins it around now. Doesn't matter who's got the championship. Okada, it always goes back to Kazuchika Okada. And if you want to know our thoughts also, TG and Thomas Galloway, check out our um, our review here at the PwC Network between myself and the vet where we review Wrestle Kingdom 17. I think you might like it. But uh, yeah, that's my take. I don't know if you've got a take on it, but uh, yeah. No, I mean, I don't know what's going on in, in New Japan. I have no idea who they have set up in terms of gaijin. Um, but Jay White, I mean, he was in AEW a little bit. And I know a lot of people were very excited to see him. And he showed up to do exactly dick. Um, he's good, though, dude. Trust me. Like, I, he's actually I, I've good. Seen, I've seen him. He's not bad. But he's not bad in New Japan. That doesn't mean that he would be really good. Um, I think he could be great. In a system in, in, where he in, has to hold himself back. Because you do have to hold yourself back yeah, a little bit. He drops bit. a lot of F-bombs, that's for sure. That's what he does. Like he's always, but He's no different to MJF in that sense, though, You know, in a way. But in WWE, if he does go to WWE, and apparently he seems keen, I just think it's easy to come up with stories like that when you suddenly lose a championship. So let's start this rumor. Oh, WWE and AEW must be interested in him now. Have yeah, you but noticed he, those stories where, that Where's Jay White from? New Zealand. Right. If he goes to WWE, he'll literally be brought in as the sheep fucker. Yeah. You know what's funny? They'll probably say he's from Australia, man. They've done that to New Zealanders, bro. The Bushwhackers were even built from Australia at one stage, yeah? Right. But they're fucking, they're New Zealanders. Yeah, I know. We've got practically the same accent. And we've got the same way of, like, yes. It's like Canada and the US is exactly like us and New Zealand. Mm -hmm. Yes, I know, right? Same shit. I get it. But they're still a separate country. (laughs) You know what I mean? What I mean is, what I mean is, like, the WWE will instantly give them a shit gimmick. Like it, 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 it will not tragic, be good dude. for Jay White to go to WWE. If they if, if they do that, man, I think he's got very a lot of Randy Orton in him, in many ways, and not yeah, in but the, he's yeah, but he's five foot eleven, Jimmy. Okay, yeah, he's not as tall as, but he's believable. If you see more of him, you understand where I'm coming from, man. Uh, I think he's great, man. I really do. I think he's one of the best young... He's not even 30 yet, dude. I still think he's mm-hmm. one of the best young talents out there, dude. And uh, if he gets a chance in the, at the big stage, like proper... And I'm not talking about his little run in AEW because that was never going to be long-term. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He was just there for a cup of coffee to build to Forbidden Door. That was it. But it, he never actually had a decent... Pro- they never allowed him to actually get on the mic properly in AEW. So we never really saw his promo in a Western sort of uh, fed. You know what I'm saying? He just yeah. was there. But uh, yeah, he spoke, but he spoke shit. It wasn't even about himself. Yeah, no, I mean, listen, I, and I'm if he's as good as you say he is, I'd love to see it. I'd love to see him develop that and show that to me. I, I'd be willing to watch it. If he gets over to AEW... Or if he does join the WWE, I'm gonna watch and see, you know, see what they do with them. But 
the WWE have squandered super talented performers. Um, and I, I don't think I'll ever forgive them for what they did with Karrion Cross. Um, uh, you know what, dude? I think that's not all WWE's fault. You know what? He's exposing. I'm a fan of Karrion Cross, dude. Straight up. Let's be real. Not only has his run been a miserable failure in WWE, yep. but it's, I think it's, you can't just blame WWE now. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, you really can't just... What is he really booked that bad when you think about it? He... he I just think he's... In comparison uh, to his talent? Yeah, he really is booked that bad. Oh... Uh, I don't know, man. I think he's, he's just not as good as people think he is. And believe me, I, I can't believe I'm saying that. But really, he's not... He's not that fucking, you know, dominatrix fucking version. He's very much like his old self. I think he overacts. His promos are overdone. He he tries too hard with the facials too, man. Like, like oh, tick tock, like I don't know, man. I I just think they're exposing him too much. Whether it's his fault or WB's, it's a bit of both. I think they need to hide his fucking weaknesses because right now his weaknesses shoot out like a like a sore thumb um thomas well, yeah but that's sorry. the booker's fault well the, the only fault that the booker is is just letting him do whatever he wants yeah if you're highlighting so, a guy's weaknesses then you're a shit booker well whatever the case right now i think he's he's the one that's looking very overrated at the moment man out of even hit row they're nothing without Swerve, man. That's it. They're just... They're not a hit. They're just rogue. Yeah, they're... Yeah, they got nothing without Swerve. Um, Thomas says in the chat, though, Yeah, Jay talks a lot in the match with Okada. Not a lot of action. It was really annoying. But Will Ospreay... Will Ospreay is the perfect wrestler. Just wish he permanently moved to America and wrestled properly. First of all, I felt bad for Okada and Jay White because how the fuck are you supposed to top that, that, that Kenny versus Ospreay match? You know, if they, if this was back in the day in the 80s, and I, everyone knows I'm a big Kenny Mark, right? But if that was done in the 80s, if you overdone, if you outdone the main event, yeah, you would get punished for that shit. Like, you would severely get punished. Heck, you could even get beat up by the wrestlers for outdoing them because really, you're not supposed to outdo the main event. Let's be honest. That's how it's really meant to be, right? It's like, you know, I'm a DJ, for example. If I was the opening act for another DJ he was the main guy and I fucking put on a fucking show I'm gonna get heat cause I'm not supposed to make myself look better than him do you get what I mean I'm not the I'm not the main event I'm not the mm -hmm. headline act do you get what I mean and it's the same as this sure it was billed as a co-main event but how the fuck were they supposed to top off that this be like I was gassed the fans were gassed I'm sure you were gassed Tom and really that was it like you could I couldn't watch that Jay White Okada match the same way after that even though it really wasn't a bad fucking match it's just Kenny and Osprey fucking had a hell of a match man possibly one of the matches of the year and it's still only January that's how good that match was but Will Osprey um perfect wrestler he still needs to chill the fuck out man I think he's getting better he's much better but he needs to still relax and calm down, man. Like, just a little bit. 
but he's getting there for sure and as far as him moving to america permanently i don't know if you saw an interview that he did this past week but he's scared to actually take that step he said it himself he's not sure like america scares him that's what he said and uh he goes aw like the way they did him he was happy about sort of but he's actually afraid of moving to the big time and hence why he hasn't signed and he's saying because his contract is going out this year he said i'm more than likely going to stay in japan but i don't know we'll see but he explained why he probably won't go to america because he's happy where he's at one and he just wants to be able to go home back to england and back to japan whenever he feels like it whereas he knows in america he's going to have all this pressure on him he can't go and see his family like he used to and rah 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 and so yeah but he said he's scared straight up in those words well you know who he's not scared of and who no one is scared of is juice robinson who's backstage he says he's not uh he's not a complacent guy he's not a thumb twiddler which i what the fuck are you talking about why are you ricochet who was thumbing himself remember ricochet He's here for some specific things, including that he wants Darby Allen for the TNT title Friday night. Great. Why? Uh, yep. So another loser who has no match, nothing, is the number one contender to a TNT championship match, right? Is that how it goes? No, yeah, it's an open challenge, but... Oh, so Juice just accepts it. I guess so. Nobody else backstage wanted wanted it. There's nobody else so, who has more seniority in the company that <laughs> wants a shot at the TNT title or anything. Like so fuck fucking that Ethan Page doesn't have any desire to have the TNT championship. Then fuck that belt. Fuck the belt. Then yeah, yeah? we've already yeah. got enough. The belt is has sunk to a whole new low anyway. Now let's be real, right? Uh, where's Wardlow? Oh, isn't that where's a fucking Waldo? thing? Yes, where's, I was going to say that. Isn't that a fucking thing? Where's Waldo? Where's Waldo? Where is he? Where's Wally? That's what we call it here instead of Waldo. <laughs> it's the same character, but it's, yeah. Wally. 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 I don't know why. No, W-A-L-L-Y. Wally. Which is short for Waldo. Yeah, where's Waldo? He's probably with Wardlow. And also with andrade somewhere and also somewhere with miro and also yeah somewhere with (laughs) the bahamas yeah i don't know is that where they're at all right i don't have i don't have i don't have time for the rest of this we're moving on next up the tag match (laughs) i was gonna say if anyone if anyone finds them please let us know that's that's it yeah somebody hire benoit blanc and and find (laughs) out where those guys are Uh. um Benoit Blanc. There's a character that we'll have to rename if he ever winds up in the WWE. (laughs) (laughs) Excuse me. You've overdone it. You're making yourself sick. All right. Next up is a tag match we've been told is a real big deal. Uh, Some people said we were going to get Mercedes Monet, but we didn't. It's just Soraya and Tony Storm taking on Jamie Hayter and Britt Baker. Uh, Jimmy Crackcorn and I don't care. Yeah. Hikaru Shida comes down to the ring. Um, eventually, uh, she throws in a kendo stick that the heels use to win. Um, uh, finally, the I heels just, done a heel thing. 
I know. And I just went, what the fuck just happened? Wow. Somehow in AEW, the heels cheated and then they won. That's fucking incredible. It's a miracle, Chris. It's a Christmas miracle. miracle. Wow. <coughs> he was doing heel things. You would have flunked it. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. So, yeah, that's fine. I really don't give a shit about this match. It looks like they're they're leaning towards maybe Sheeta doing a heel turn, but is she really turning a heel against Soraya? Cuz do I people have no love fucking Paige? idea. Does anyone like Pages? If you get what I'm saying? I I just don't I don't feel like she's a great face to be honest with you. Like great not anymore. Face, right? Well, after what Max did to that face, I mean, uh Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> the I'm answer to every question is penis. Um and, and come. Okay, all right. Okay. <laughs> We're going a little far now. <laughs> PWC, baby. Just kidding. We have a warning at the at the beginning of the show. <laughs> we so did. Fuck Absolutely. you guys if you don't have a sense of humor. <laughs> All right, oh, we've, got little, uh, we've got a little. We've got a little backstage uh, where Fat Albert and Ortiz are talking. <laughs> and... <gasps> Fat Albert. Hey. hey, hey. <laughs> Uh, oh, get him off my TV screen now! Seriously. Anyway, next, uh, I guess on Friday they're gonna they're gonna take on Black Throne, Neckbone, Bloodstone. <laughs> what did I call him last time? I fucking forgot. I but yeah, we're getting darkness, darkness. Right. <laughs> Black Throne, yeah. something, something, Black Throne. <laughs> I thought it was the house of uh, Black Thrones, Dark Houses. Can they make up their minds? Elevators. I mean, dark elevations in the elevators. (laughs) Dark and AW, bro. And blackness. And colors. Just like colors. colors. Yes. And shades. And And shits. And shits. I really... I really feel like TK's entire education stopped at like <laughs> second grade because everything's uh, about colors and shapes. Dude. <laughs> <gasps> oh, you know what? You ain't wrong. <laughs> That's why it's funny. But um, but you know what, dude? Um, this guy won Booker of the Year two years in a row, three years in a row, whatever the three hell Three years was. in a row. Three fucking years in a row. As long as we've been doing this shit for... He's Booker of the Year every year, bro. Yep. I wouldn't have thought he was going to win it again this time around, but damn it, he did. Man. This is one of those things that's like, in a few years, people are going to look back on this and be like, what the fuck were we thinking? You know you know what I honestly think like TK is? TK being popular is like Limp Biscuit being popular. <laughs> like For 10 this? years from now, everybody's going to be like, I didn't fucking like TK. No, no, no. Oh, I, get TK fucked. was lame. Just the way yeah. everybody reacts to Limp Biscuit now. Everybody fucking listened to Limp Biscuit back in the day, but everybody's hey. like <laughs> embarrassed. Everybody's like, no, I was never a Limp Biscuit fan. Oh, People are going to do that with TK. They're going to be like, I never voted for him. It's the same with Nickelback, yeah. too, bro. People Nickelback. pretending they were never Nickelback fans, please. 
Nickelback. I know. Shout out to Nickelback. I know they're Canadians. But please, how many motherfuckers were pumping Nickelback at one stage? A lot. Shout outs to shout outs to Theory of a Stained Nickel because all <laughs> of those fucking bands sound the same. That, that was the times though too. You know what, man? Quickly on Nickelback, they are the best cover fucking players though, dude. When mm. they do co- when they cover for other songs from other bands, they're fucking awesome. Especially their heavy metal stuff, bro. Their version of you. Saturday Night is all right for fighting is fucking awesome the they also of- got a metallica song which is off the fucking hook bro the way they did it oof like Sweet. i'm telling i you, know bro. that that saturday night's all right for fighting remix that they did was yeah. the was the opener for hockey night in canada for a few years there and i fucking loved that song whenever i think i know out. what song you're talking about yeah that that was that was more recent oh tom says in the chat i'm hoping to see eddie kingston in belfast island at the end of the month at over the top wrestling is that where you're from man from Ireland, well, our boy Chris Sam's over here. He's half Irish himself, a proud half Irish Canadian. Shoutouts to Ireland. Are you from the Republic of? I assume you are, because you are Belfast, Northern Ireland, isn't it? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Belfast is in the north. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. But um, yeah, shoutouts to to Ireland as a whole. Yeah, um, and good luck going to see Fat Albert when he's there. I'm sure it'll be great. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. And you know what, man? I'm sure you obviously seem to be an Eddie Kingston fan, and so are we. But the way AEW have booked him, it's just, uh, you know. Well, there you go. It's we're, terrible. We're right. Northern Ireland. There you go. It's terrible. But, um, Actually, they should have made him world champion um, when he first came in feuding with Mox. They absolutely should have should done the situation. Yes. Fat Albert as world champion? They didn't have to fucking stick with him, but they could have (laughs) made him as an act if they would have done something. Again, like we talked about this at the time, the the absolute best fucking thing they could have done with Eddie Kingston when when he was having that feud with Moxley is you have Moxley go out there. They had an I quit match. You have Moxley go out there, beat him, beat him, beat him, beat the shit out of him, beat him up. He's bloody. He's fucked up. He can barely stand. He gets up. Mox hits him with another fucking Rough Rider or whatever the fuck his name is called. Rough Rider. What's it called again? The fucking uh, something rider. Death Rider. Death Rider. Rider, That's the one, I think. Yeah. Death Rider. Hit him with another Death Rider. Ghost Rider? And beg him. Have Moxley (laughs) beg him. Please say I quit, Eddie. I don't like. Please, Eddie, just quit. Please. Like this is ridiculous. <laughs> you have Eddie Kingston say, "No, I'll never quit. I'll fucking die before I quit." And then you have Moxley go, "You know what? Put him out of his misery." What he says? Why? He because he, he doesn't want to hit his friend anymore. Because he's beaten well, him up so fucking badly. Man. He goes, "No, I'm not gonna fucking kill you here over this championship. I quit." And That's then compelling, Eddie Kingston's Chris. world champion, but he's conflicted, and he knows he didn't really earn it. And you know, he he gives Moxley a rematch, and Moxley takes the title back. But there you have a made fucking act, a former world champion who won it on spurious fucking circumstances, but is still your former world champion. You have an interesting layer to Moxley now. Honestly, that would have been fucking perfect, and they fucked it up. They fucked it up. Wow. And that was the match where they had the stupid fucking exploding ring, too. That's what killed him, really, after that. And the fact that he was saying he's a hitter. Clearly, you're a hitter of nothing. 
But Thomas says it's 6.40 a.m. where he is. Damn, bro. Thank you for watching and listening to us at 6.40 a.m. in Northern Ireland. Damn, bro. That's 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 pretty... Um, what's the word? Humbling. That someone be listening to us that early. That That's pretty cool. He also well. said Death Rider or Modified Paradigm, Paradigm, uh, Paradigm Shift. We know. We're just fucking around, really. Yeah, um, we're just... We're just being clowns. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's if you, if this is the first time you're listening to us, go to www.thepwcnetwork.podbean.com where you'll find all our shows from the past and whatnot. And I'm telling you, go go back and listen to some of those episodes. I think you'll like them. And we've got just about everything about anything in pro wrestling there. So check us Pretty out there, much. Tom. And please spread the word for us, man. If you like us, please spread the word, man. Definitely, yeah. We can get more fans in Northern Ireland. My grandparents will be fucking stoked. Absolutely. Um, We're worldwide, baby. Yeah, pretty sure. Um, All right. So next up, Jericho makes his entrance with the JAS. Uh, This was funny. LA sings along to Judas as they come to the ring. Uh, Something about hard nipples. Jericho says he beat up Starks and Andretti last week. Uh, The Starks experiment is over. It's over. Isn't that a song and by Corrupt? It's over now. It's over. Remember uh, that? I don't. Yeah, it's a good one. But also, that was like one of my favorite Vince Carter moments when he did that fucking ridiculous spinning dunk, and then he just walked walked away, going, "It's over." It's Vince over. Carter was the shit back in the late nineties, early two thousand. Heck, he was play, he was playing over forties and still killing it, bro. I mean, he yep. changed his style to bombing threes. One of the best perimeter shooters when he was never a three-point shooter back in his Vinsanity days. Vince Carter was awesome. He put hey, yo, Toronto on the map, bro. Hey, yo, who slams harder, Onyx or Vince Carter? Uh, I like that. I, I Look, really Vince Carter, but Onyx slam is a classic, bro. I like yeah. what you did there. I like it a lot. Great song. Just right. quietly. Right. Classic. Okay, so... Uh, <laughs> Just Q slam. Sorry. You got it in my head. Great song. That's a great tune. Uh, Q Starks and Andretti. Stark says the JAS couldn't get the job done last week. Andretti threatens to shove a baseball bat up Jericho's ass. Daniel Garcia threatens Andretti, says Sammy. Uh, or then Andretti says Sammy can't keep control over his wife. There's a sexual innuendo in there. Blah, blah, blah. Bad Always the same exchange. shit, bro. And they set up for Swagger and Starks next week. The only okay, wait. Right. Can I say something? This entire thing was that Swagger said, I like this hat. And that killed it. Ch- that beat the crowd popped. Absolutely. And what Tom said in the chat, he says Ricky Stark says that he's going to help Jake Hager with his speech impediment. I lost it, lol. Right, so did I. But there's only one problem. Did anyone hear Action and Dreddy the way he fucking spoke? That motherfucker was lisping like a motherfucker. And he's talking about Jake Hager lisping. Man, that Andretti needs a fucking... Don't talk, brother. Just saying, for, for now, get your shit together because that motherfucker was lisping way worse than Hager. I'm telling you. And they're going to talk about who's the lisper? Come on, man. <laughs> like, seriously, your wife's hands was, were on my cock. That was so... Oh, man. That was funny. The only balls I can see from here are the ones through your fucking pants. That killed me, man. When he said that line... Like, that really killed me. And he wrecked him. And when he said he's an undefeated MMA fighter, that's it. 
But you know what's going to happen. It's the big guy against the fucking little guy. And guess he's winning. Yeah, Starks goes over for sure. And really, he should... Hager should eat him alive, bro. I don't care what it... Because the fact of the matter is, how do you have a guy that's an MMA fighter, legit, a former NCAA wrestling collision champion, legit, to lose to some little fucking big head midget? Yep. But this is Hager's spot here. This is what he does. He looks big. He calls himself absolute. Absolute bullshit. That's what I say. You know what I mean? I'd rather the hat win, man, of all, in all of this. Get, yeah. get a head and shoulders bottle, put the hat on it, and you, you can pin the hat after that, man. That's it. The hat winning the TNT championship <laughs> would just be... Because you get it? He's got head and shoulders. Kiss. That's it. Hey, that would be kiss. over, bro. That hat, I'm telling you, if that won the TNT championship, I would pop. I, I would. would too. All <laughs> right, Jimmy. We're there. We're at the uh, we're at the main event. We finally made here. it, huh? Yeah, we made it to game seven or oh. match seven of the best right. of seven series of the seven seventh heaven. Remember that show? Is that a yeah. show? Yeah, it was a show. It was. Remember that? Show? You know the you know the dad from Seventh Heaven. It was like a it was like a sexual predator. <laughs> yeah, that happens a lot in those type of shows. Just saying. It's true. Wasn't that a, wasn't that a religious show? It was. <laughs> It was a good show, that's, but at one stage. That's true, Jimmy. Oftentimes, yeah. the DV dads that are the best wind well, up well, touchy-touchy on the girls. You know? <laughs> well, wasn't what's-her-name in the show? I forgot no. her name. She became a big actress, yeah. man. What's her name, uh, bro? You know what I'm talking about. Jessica Biel. Jessica Biel, that's it. That's the only thing that was good about that show. But anyway. Anyway, seven, seven. But yes, game seven, hence... The NBA on NBC Music. Yeah. Because uh, it's basketball, apparently. Basketball. Yeah. Um, Tony yep. Khan bought the rights to it now. And honestly, like, I'm going to go over this, but I, I fucking hated this. This it's one the was the worst mess. one. It was the worst one of them all, I think. And because we've already seen it six other fucking times in the last couple of weeks. Like, we've seen this fucking match. It's the same old mess. Everyone's everywhere doing everything at once. The referee doesn't kick anybody out of the fucking ring. Uh, Omega clearly fresh enough to get up, but he's resting in the fucking corner. And you can tell he's just resting because his face, his eyes are wide open. And he's just watching his, his fucking tag partners getting their asses kicked. Phoenix has to stutter step wow. so his teammates don't can get into position, etc. Omega has to wait for Pac coming off the top ropes. Omega tipping the ladder over when he had everyone out on the floor. Uh, <laughs> Omega goes through a table, and before anyone can really appreciate the spot, Pac goes through a table. So nobody gives a fuck that Omega went through the table because we just saw the next guy go through a table. Spot, 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 spot. The crowd chants fight forever. And I think to myself, they're they not have fighting. Been. <laughs> they're not well, fighting. Yeah. They're spotting. This this should be somebody can I can we like can we get a hold of fucking pro wrestling tees? Can we have can we make a shirt that says spot forever? Because that's <laughs> what this fucking shit was. Spot nice. forever. Spot forever. And we're not talking about the dog spot. We're not caught we're not saying Arn Anderson's liver spot. We're talking about spot in the ring, the spot monkeys, spot fisting. Awful. It was a spot orgy. 
It was spot anyway, a fight. It's basically impossible <laughs> to follow this fucking match. Everyone's jumping and spinning and no selling all over the place. Nick lands a 450 of the floor through a table on top of Penta. That wasn't the finish. Um, Kenny Omega sets up the ladder but takes a hammer shot and a Falcon's arrow on the outside. He then no-sells it 14 seconds later by climbing to the top of the ladder. He hits a one-winged angel from the top, and then he gets the knees up on Pac, who tried to hit a Falcon's arrow from the top of the ladder. He climbs the ladder, he wins for himself and the EVPs, and yeah, I'm just really happy that the EVPs of the company aren't just putting themselves over or anything like that. They're helping to elevate the no. younger stars and things that, of that nature. Fuck me, Jimmy. I, I don't know. Like, I, I realize well, that I sound like the old man yelling at the clouds when I fucking talk about these matches, but they're so fucking predictable and just nothing about this tells me combat. Literally, I just got finished playing through the Mo the new Mortal Kombat game. Brilliant Mortal Kombat game. 11. It. It's great. Right. You know what? It felt more real than Young Buck matches. <laughs> the storyline's good too, bro. That's what's funny. Can you believe that shit? And on I top agree. of that, look, to be fair though to Kenny, Kenny came off a brutal match against Will Ospreay. I don't know. It looked like his shiner wasn't as bad this time, but he had a black guy after that match, bro. It was pretty, he got pretty beat up. Both of them beat the shit out of each other. Okay, For real. which brings okay, which brings up a fucking comment. I know everybody's like, "Oh, this was a great match. This was this was such a good match. This was the match of the year. How could anyone follow this what? match?" Hell no. The point? No, 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 no. What I'm talking about is the Kenny Omega and Will Ospreay match. Oh, the well, point it was, it was of professional great. wrestling is to make it look like you're beating the shit out of each other. They were, bro. They were kicking the shit out of each other. The well, point yeah. of professional wrestling is not to beat the ever-loving shit out of each other to the point where you both probably needed medical attention I'm at the end of the you, fucking match while not competing. That's not pro wrestling. That's just beating the shit out of each other like a bunch of fucking weird sexual masochists. <laughs> Fuck that match. Look, I love that match. Did you watch it by any chance? Fuck that match. I'm telling you, bro, it was a fucking great match. I, and yes, they overdid it in that sense. You're right. But put that aside, it was fucking... Oh, you know how I feel, man. Kenny in Japan versus Kenny in AEW. Two different Kennys, bro. It really is. You don't realize it until he goes back and does his thing over there. Fucking very different, bro. Right. You know what I mean? Oh it, my it's God, true. America killed Kenny. Well, he's tries to cater to the American audience, bro. The Western audience, shall we say. And I find it interesting because Canadians don't like Kenny. Like Canadians should love Kenny. What's up with that? Well, because we like technical pro wrestling that looks he, he like can, combat. He can, but he can be technical. I mean, he's a fucking... I don't know, man. I love his matches every, you know, generally, right? Especially in Japan. But that's me. Like I said, you know me. I'm a fucking Kenny Mark. I, I, I'm All I know that. is every single time he does that fucking Terminator thing where he pounds on the mat, the ba bum bum ba bum ba bum bum ba bum. Every single time he does that, at least half of the Canadians watching go, "Fuck this guy." <laughs> it's weird, bro. Like, cause the thing about Canadians, man, they love their own. I just feel like Kenny, like he, I don't know, he doesn't get that same. He should though, like in my opinion, but. 
Maybe he's too Japanese. I'll tell know. you this much. I will tell you this much. If AEW ever does a show in Winnipeg and they bring Kenny Omega, they are next see- week, I think. In Winnipeg? Yeah, yeah, bro. They they they're coming live from Winnipeg. I kid you oh. not. Yeah, I'll no, tell you no what. Bullshit. If Kenny Omega's there, he'll get a fucking reception. You'll see he the should. Canadians do in fact love Canadians. Well, the last time I saw him in Toronto, well, he was in Toronto. No, was he? When they just did their latest Canadian show? I'm not sure that he was there, to be honest. I don't think he was, actually. But before AEW, when he was in Canada, he was getting fucking big pops. But uh, what I will say is, I think the Winnipeg show is in February, as a matter of fact. Look it up. Cool. It's official. It's 100%. It's a dynamite. If I were you, I'd go. I might get tickets, yeah. Honestly. Go for it, man. Absolutely go for it. And tell me from there, because it would be good to get the, you know, the lowdown. Did he get a pop like we heard on TV if he does or doesn't? It'll be interesting, but I'm looking forward to see how the hometown, especially for Jericho too. It's going to oh, be yeah, Winnipeg sure. Central, bro. I'm actually looking forward to that show because me personally, I love shows coming live from Canada because of the fans, man. You guys are great. Well, I'll give that a fucking A. Now, Jimmy, I'm fucking gonna, a. we're going to wrap here. Here's we what are. I'm going to say about this show as a, as a, as a whole. Thank you guys, my friend. Um, I really liked this show. Like, aside from this main event, which I thought was just silly, I thought that pretty much every match on this show was solid. Like, really good professional wrestling match. I didn't like the booking in all of them. Um, again, like, Danielson needs to win cleaner and quicker against people who aren't world champion material. But I really liked the wrestling tonight. I thought that most of this silly shit was kept to a minimum and again aside from this main event which i just didn't like um i thought it was a good i thought it was a really good show so yeah i'm glad that i that i tuned in for this one actually because it's the first time in a while that i watched a whole two hours of professional wrestling and thought to myself i'm glad i didn't do something else with my two hours wow i'm surprised you Anna, and by the way we've been talking about you think we hated the show it's not that it was a bad show, especially the in-ring nope. stuff and all that. It's just the bullshit that they... The way they book certain things. And really, we're nitpicking, but they're still big deals, in, in our opinion. Just well, if they yeah. get the little things right, it's, it's, it's a great show. Yeah, and, and you know what? Saying, I really like this thing, but I really didn't like this other thing, that's what, that's what critiquing is. You know right. what I mean? Like, you know, you watch a Godzilla movie, for instance, and... If you're a critic and you're watching a Godzilla movie, you're probably going to come away with a critique that says something like, I really loved watching the uh, the giant monsters fight each other. That was cool. Everything else with the people was lame and stupid and boring. And that's, well, that's, how it goes with, that's how it goes with this show. You know, We're going to tell you when they had banger matches and they had some really Bangers. good fucking wrestling matches tonight, but they also had some really questionable booking so yeah great matches questionable booking but i'm really glad i watched this episode absolutely no look i I mean let's be honest i mean dynamite generally is the most consistently good weird show out of all of wrestling in many ways it's watchable it's It's watchable watchable, in a way that the wwe shows just aren't you know i filled in i filled in for you uh yesterday on the thank thank you thank god Yes. NXT's <laughs> tough, bro. Oh, my God. I, 
I told Jeff, I said at one point I fell asleep. I fell asleep <laughs> while watching the NXT uh, World Title match. That's how. And you shouldn't be, right? No. Yeah, it's true, man. It's lately and it's tough, bro. But hats off to Jeff and shout outs to Jeff. I don't know how he does it, dude. He watches fucking even MLW every week. I mean, and, and he hates it. I don't know why he puts himself through that torture, but that's what we do here at the PWC. We watch everything. Well, not all of us, but we watch everything, basically. And we'll cover it, man. I mean, shit. It is what it is. But, uh, yeah, NXT is tough. It's tough. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. But um, Raw it can be good and then shit. But SmackDown's pretty consistently good. Um... But yeah, AEW's always got the most talking points and probably the most fun talking points where we shit on shit. Even though Vinnie Mac and friends are going through an absolute civil war, you know, civil war right now at Titan Towers. Everything happening backstage is more exciting than everything happening in front of the camera. So that's... No doubt, man. For sure. That's not for great sure. for a pro wrestling company. But anyway, Jimmy, tell the people where they can find you, bud. Well, before I tell the people where they can find me, uh, we've got one more comment in the chat. And Thomas says, To be honest, I was actually hoping due to the match that Will Ospreay or United Empire came in and made the Elite lose, which is a better storyline between United Empire and the Elite down the road at a pay-per-view. Don't be logical, Tom. That were never going to be logical. Don't, you know, that's too, that's too easy for, for AEW to even do because they can't even think that straight. And to be fair... That, that wouldn't have happened because Osprey wasn't going to come to America right now. But you're right. But yeah, forget about it. Don't think logic when it comes to AEW because logic is not something they're fucking good at. I'm just saying. But in saying that, if you want to follow me, you can on Twitter at DJ Mass Effects and also at the PWC Network. Please like and subscribe right here at the PWC Network.podbean.com where you can find all our shows including uh, Chris's show The Fasten is coming up very shortly you can find everything to do with pro wrestling and actually pop culture and politics you can even find right here and the paranormal with uh, Garden of Doom with Jeff Littman um, also please like and subscribe at channelattitude.com where for 5 bucks you get to hear me and Chris talk AEW once again but at channelattitude.com but you're going to have to pay 5 bucks unless you catch us live and that's on Vince Russo's channel attitude.com. Also, like and subscribe at hamminmediagroup.podbean.com. We can find all our affiliate shows. And I think that's about it, actually, Chris. So, yeah, take us home, bro. Sweet. Well, you can find me on Twitter. I'm at chrisand1. Uh, you can find me on uh, Facebook, too. If you want to add me on to your Facebook, go ahead and do it. Unless you oh, wow. are, unless you are holding a professional wrestling belt <laughs> in your profile picture, I'm not adding. Um, that's just because of well, historically, and also it's because of a deep-seated belief that I have that if you bring a wrestling belt to a wrestling event, you have to defend your belt, and if you don't, <laughs> you're a pussy. Um, no, but really, yeah. uh, just happy to be back on here and uh, stoked for stoked we're getting rolling again with all this stuff and uh happy to be back happy to be talking happy to be on a show with you jimmy and Absolutely happy to be likewise, talking to you our audience 
Uh, thanks a lot for the comments and everything, guys. And uh, we'll talk to you next week. Peace Absolutely. out. Peace.
with a steel chair. This way circle, you'll get killed there. Black and blue when you turn a purple leak and red when it's still there. It built fair, catching heat with the crowd. Just another vicious seal down the cheat and he's time. Hear the screams when allowed. The reading out his palms, fucking book of songs. When the dirty song, he's dropping bombs. Ain't police with batons, but he's pro martial law. You speak infidel, catch a partial to your jaw. Bow it down to a law. Just bring it out of victim. Equipped with a stable just in case he's got a stick. I'm no title when he strips. I'm no vacate the jam. Sabotage your backstage. Bash his face on the ramp. Get lost. Awesome to hear. All six previous matches, they have been classics. 
but this one just has a different edge to it. And this oh, 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 oh. You know, I think we've only seen one climb of the ladder, haven't we, in this match? Yeah, and I think you know they're trying to wear each other out. I right. assume, yeah. These guys are all so athletic. You've really got to be lightning fast to get up the ladder before someone crashes. And they're also fearless, all six of them. Which is why you see all this death-defying stuff you see. And Penta with the, the up kicks. And Ray Phoenix is his footing on the top. Oh, oh my god! Oh no! Oh! Tailbone! Not only the tailbone, but Nick Jackson, he came down with the back of his neck. And yeah. the back of his head, and there's a great chance you can just god. tear both your hamstrings. Let's take a look at this. Watch the hamstrings of Nick Jackson. Oh my god! Maybe the knee, too, the way it just could be, dude. Wow. Popped right over that, that ladder. Nick has had lower body injuries in the previous six matches, so this is concerning. I'll tell you this right now. It shows how vital, how important those beautiful trios championships are hanging above this oh, ring right now. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, Omega's hands trapped in between that ladder. We've seen things we've never seen before. We're taking a look at the only two teams to ever be trios champs in AEW. Whenever you involve furniture like this, steel ladders, we've witnessed over the years of pro wrestling what could happen. It's unpredictable. They're weapons. Omega's up. Omega, he's got pack up on the shoulders. Could be one winged angel. Here we go, here we go, here we go. He's got him. Omega, you can't hook with that hands. The grip. Oh, he's in Rana. Wow. Omega got spiked with that. And Matt Jackson, the German suplex, takes out Matt. Watch out, Penta's in and Phoenix in, and Kenny's in grave danger. Kenny is going to be toast here, guys. Oh, the Lucha Brothers, the fear factor. Watch out. And Phoenix, the tornado over the top. Now's the moment, guys. They've got the elite down. They just try to climb the ladder. Exacto mundo, I agree. Shivani, get up there, Penta. Penta. He can barely climb, look at this. Still staggered, he's making that climb. But Matt Jackson grabs the boot, brings Penta back down to the ring. And remember, this whole best of seven series came about because Death Triangle at full gear, using the hammer behind the referee's back to win. Tony Khan said whoever can win the best of seven series will be the undisputed AEW World Trios champions. And we have seen some absolute classics, but we are witnessing a war here tonight. Well, that's the way you settle it, right in the ring. That's the seven. We're in game seven, and it's a war. Super kicks all around from Matinette. The crowd has been chanting fight forever. You've heard it. They don't want this thing to end. And it has been remarkable, a remarkable confrontation. Those seven matches. Look at those Northern Lights. Yeah, I love those moments. Oh, right into the ladder. Oh, great timing, great job by Matt Jackson. And Nick, he's pointing at the floor. Oh, it's Penta, he's pointing at Penta on the table. He's gonna destroy Penta, can Nick do this? Nick Jackson! Oh, oh, oh. 4.50 splash to the outside through the table. That might be the last we see of Penta. Showtime in the forum, guys. Here we go, he's got it. He's halfway there, he's met. Oh, but, oh, but. Penix, grabbing the boot. He had to finish down for longer than that. Yeah, he couldn't climb swiftly, Matt. He's all banged oh. up. There you go. A kick and stun Ray Phoenix. And now Matt with his hand. Oh, wait. What is that? What's everybody doing? Oh, are you kidding? The hype man for the Lucha Brothers. I mean, it's all legal. Uh oh, come on. Oh. Oh. 
what I witnessed. God, I love that. Phenomenal. And Kenny Omega, he sees the opportunity at hand. Can he make the climb? Can he grab the World Trios Championship? He's still clutching those, those ribs, though, guys. Can he get up there swiftly? Can he get up there at all? Oh, here comes Pac. Oh, Pac with the hammer. Oh! Gets the ladder with a bullpen hammer. After the ladder, now the ball beat ever. We might have a broken hand here or something. And this night is over. Pack. Oh, the Falcon Arrow on the floor! That's both hands that have been impacted that's, in this match. Left right. and right. Pack's looking good here. We're going to get new trio champ. That's Phoenix in the ring, his partner. Pack is making the climb. He's got to grab one. Oh, but Matt oh, Jackson oh. coming up on the other side of the ladder. Where'd he come from? That came out of nowhere. Lucha Brothers. Oh, oh, oh. I know exactly what they want to do. You can see it. They've, Lucha Brothers have made a platform. I don't think oh Matt Jackson God. even realizes it. Now he does. It's not good for Matt. Hang on, Matt. This is insane. Oh, no, 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 oh, no. No, don't go low, Penta, no. Not the fear factor on the ladder. No. Matt That's exactly what it is. That is it. That's gotta be it. Now the path for Phoenix is clear. Oh no, Omega! Omega's back up! Hey, can he, can he stop him? Can he throw him those right hands? But how much does Kenny Omega have left? What a struggle this is. Oh, well, Phoenix better be careful here. He here positions him to... Oh, no, you... Oh, come on. Oh, Lord. One wing it in. No. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> oh, man. He's gonna try it. Amazing, Shivani, you're right. Uh, what a game seven, match seven that was to decide who the champs were, and the elite did it. Kenny captured that. Here it is, right here. Oh, this is a lot of the action, I should say. Yeah, we thought that was going to be it for Kenny Omega. The damage done to the midsection, the, the, the damage done to Omega's hands, yet somehow he persevered through all of it to make the climb and to gain the World Trios Championship for himself in the Young Bucks. I think, I think the key, and we didn't show it, was getting the knees up on the Black Arrow. That was the key for him getting up on the ladder. Well, thank you for joining us here tonight for Dynamite from Los Angeles. 
We will see you this Friday night, 10, 9 Central on TNT for Rampage. Good night from the fabulous Kia Forum. PWC Network, what the world is watching and listening to.